We all want to go to work inspired, engaged, and connected. We want to understand AI in normal language, how it works, and how we can use it in our daily lives. Welcome to Working Humans, the podcast about leadership, culture, communication, and becoming an AI-powered professional, a fresh perspective, and some new ideas for the big disruption ahead. Welcome, welcome to another episode. I am your host, Fiona Passantino. I help humans with communication, engagement, and AI integration to empower and equip them for the transformation ahead, to enable creativity, connection, and joy in the workplace. I'm a speaker, a trainer, a facilitator and coach, and the author of the Comic Books for Executives series. Today, we're going to talk about the reinvention of the freelancer. This is another AI topic because a lot of times when I sit down with other people, I'm asked, oh my God, is AI going to take away my job? Well, probably not if you're working for a company, but if you're a freelancer and you're in one of a certain number of sectors, beware, there might be some pressure on your industry, on your job. If this AI transformation is expected to follow the template of all the other jumps in our evolution, it's probably going to look like a period of uncertainty, wide-scale and intensive training, skilling up, some structured and some in your own time, trying things out, seeing what works, what doesn't, integrating it into the workflow, and changing what you do every single day. These changes are not all going to be mandated or top-down. A lot of this change is going to be coming from the front lines, the people who are dealing with customers every single day and from your colleagues, from your peers, and even from your friends and people that you would never expect. Everybody is expanding into this AI-powered capacity in their own way. We are surrounded by change. We are swimming in it. It's unfolding on all sides, at school, at home, at work, at play. If you work at a company and you're pretty good at what you do, You will likely not lose your job due to AI. You'll be expected to learn, to adapt, to transform, to take on more, to understand the tools, and be ready for more change ahead. You will also probably be supported in this effort by your organizations. They will provide training. They will provide coaching. They will hopefully have some external specialists coming in and showing people the ropes. Internal professionals are going to be taking on more and more of the execution of these technical tasks. Those are the things that are usually outsourced to the freelancer, such as the translators, the video creators, the podcast creators, the ones who create marketing materials or design. We will be doing a lot of this stuff ourselves in-house because the AI tools can support us. So a lot of people working in companies are going to ask themselves, Do I still need to hire that expensive copywriter? This is going to create a problem for a lot of these specialists. One example is the data entry clerk. This is large-scale pattern recognition, and it's one of the great strengths of AI. Large language models are basically able to crunch through enormous mountains of data and do data entry, do data cleaning, data restructuring for those who know how to set it up. The chatbots can even create new fields, collapse fields, rename fields, deal with incomplete data, scrape what it doesn't have, add columns for behavioral analysis, 
AI vision is able to read handwritten or physical paper records. So even this kind of tiresome legacy work of copying and pasting stuff is no longer really needed to be done by humans. There's some great speech-to-text or video-to-text technology that is already out there and multilingual. There are some APIs like AmberScript, Assembly AI, AWS has its own system, or DeepGram. This is something that humans no longer actually need to do. Do you need that expensive content writer or copywriter? Between all the new LLMs out there, from ChatGTP, Bard, Pi, Claude, and the rest, text generative tools are just upgrading all the time. And while almost everything will need to be rewritten or edited to some degree, depending on how load-bearing it is, don't you do that for a freelancer too? So when good enough is good enough, a lot of these professionals are going to be doing it themselves. Same thing with customer service representatives. As AI virtual assistants are taking on about 80% of incoming fire from clients, most of the people that deal with help desks are able to be served by an AI bot because they're pretty simple. I need to change my password. I've lost an order. Where's my shipment? A lot of this stuff can be done simply with AI and it is automated. The interesting parts of the job is going to still be funneled to the human service agent. About 20% are going to have the people who are really, really upset, super emotional, and they don't want to have to deal with a bot, or the people who have very complex issues that only a human being very, very creative and working their magic behind the screen will be able to solve. Data analysts. AI-driven analytics tools can process and analyze large data sets and and provide natural language summaries and feedback for executives and professionals that they can act on easily. Also give them prescriptive ideas to act on. So you don't need to query a database with SQL anymore. All of these tools are operating on natural language. So this means you just type in what you want. Hey, bot, whatever you name it, find me the last five people that bought this product and what they found with it because we're trying to find out whether this is something we want to keep or not done. The bot will find it. Social media managers. AI tools can regularly schedule these posts, analyze the engagement, suggest new campaign or post ideas to generate new content. If this is well organized by a scaffold communication tool, such as one like Staffbase, one content type will make its way automatically to a full suite of platforms run by a company. Now, do we need to have a an external person doing this come in and do your social media? Not likely. You will be able to do more with the help of AI and these social media manager tools. And you can post in 28 languages simultaneously. SEO specialists, keyword research, content optimization, link insertion, and overall impact analysis. We don't really need people to do this anymore because all of these things can be done by large language models. Translators. Now, this is a tricky one because I have a lot of translator friends, so I'm sorry in advance, but a lot of companies won't prioritize perfect translation human-generated translation when they're doing their work. Sometimes good enough is good enough. Free, instant, 24-7, no drama, no nonsense, no excuses. That's a pretty hard to deal with. Of course, the top-of-the-line translation will still be human-done. Book translation, simultaneous translation when you're in a live situation, 
if this is the highest level, this will still be done by a human. No question about it. For quite a while still. But when good enough is good enough, how is it going to be to compete with a free service that's instantly available that does a pretty darn good job? This is going to be harder and harder. Podcast or voiceover people, this is actually a dying art. A lot of companies are using the podcast as a way of delivering news. It's a wonderful human way to do this. But this is also no longer needing to be done by a human. Thanks to companies like Eleven Labs or HeyGen, you don't need human actors to voice a commercial or a film or a podcast. We're seeing now with Channel One that we have entire news channels that are delivered by AI-generated anchors. Is it good enough? For our purposes, maybe this is an internal news program. Maybe it's good enough. Maybe we don't need to hire these people. It's the good enough jobs that are going to be disrupted. Same with photo editors, copy correctors, croppers, photoshoppers, stylers, filler artists. Thanks to in-painting and out-painting by image generation software, this is also no longer a human job. Video editors, stabilizers, color graders, editors, lighting specialists. Now, when you have Hollywood or Bollywood productions, of course, this is going to be human because it's the very, very best. It's the top of the line. They'll pay 100,000 euro to have that fabulous lighting specialist or that fabulous external special effects person. HeyGen or Runway is under $20 a month for a premium subscription, and then you can generate an X number of videos per week. This is awfully hard to compete with. Same thing with logo and icon designers, illustrators, UI or UX designers. In general, creative AI artwork is still missing that warmth and immediacy that a human provides. This is improving, though, and pretty soon we will be in a place where we will not be able to know the difference between a human talking head and an AI version. Don't forget the first AI video generative tooling only came out in the late summer of 2023. So this is really very, very recent. These tools are getting good so quickly that in a matter of months, we will watch things change. If the human digital artist spends about 38 hours on a single piece and will need sleep and downtime and work for the hiring partner to arrange the admin, they will need to be paid, they will need to have all kinds of insurance, and also they might not even be available. The human artist might not have time to deliver the piece when it's needed. He might not have understood the briefing. Or, being an artist, the human might have his own ideas about what the final piece should look like and insert his own vision into the assignment. And a lot of companies aren't going to want to deal with that anymore. So if you are one of these freelance professionals and you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my God, what do I do? How do I reinvent myself? The human artist can take two basic paths towards his own reinvention. Either he doubles down on the human part, producing physical, live, in-the-moment experiential parts of his work that an AI can't do, or at least can't do yet, or the sculptor creating actual physical objects from clay, the live DJ weaving in these digital streams and textures and beats so you're having an actual human creative experience. That's something that can't really be generated just yet. This artist sells work that is 100% made by human, and that's a selling point. These are ideas that are original and spontaneous, and so that is an added value to the customer. 
The other way that a freelancer can reinvent herself is to become more of a conceptual creative, somebody who floats a little bit above the executionary phase of it. So a storyteller, an ideas person, a creative director, somebody who orchestrates the process and uses AI tools herself. And then you really do compete on that same space. Which of these freelance roles are in less danger? We will still need a photographer to take the original picture. We still need the director, the operator, creative manager, the brainstormer in chief to get to that final result. In the long run, though, when the freelancer is looking at her life, are these executionary technical roles really worth the fight? Are we humans made to enter text by hand into a spreadsheet? Are we made to go through text word by word and edit it or translate it word by word? Are we using our true creative potential when we clean out databases or when we translate one language to the other? These are tiring, often tedious jobs that can disappear and we can retool ourselves to become AI-powered versions of what we offer. And these are often more interesting, more challenging things we can do once we understand how to AI power ourselves. So when used correctly, AI is not necessarily going to take our jobs away. It's definitely going to transform them into something hopefully more creative, interesting, unexpected, and interesting. We will need to augment our human skills, our empathy, our listening, our creativity, our management skills. We will need to listen more closely to our intuition and our feeling. We will need our skills to connect with others, to communicate, to express kindness and warmth. I hope this has been helpful to you, for you freelancers, and for those of you hiring freelancers. Don't be mad. I'm just the messenger. Thanks to all, and good luck out there. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Subscribe, follow, so you never have to miss another one. These ideas are based on the Comic Books for Executive series. Go to postcovidhandbook.com.